0: to come. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. It only takes a minute to change your life. The minute you make a decision and move in a new direction is the minute you change your life. You might not reach your destination in a minute, but you certainly can change your direction in a minute. This is Dr. Willie Jolly here on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And I want to thank you for being a part of our network, our community, our community. Our uh, family. And I want to thank you for sharing this with your friends, your family members, your co workers, that they should listen in every week and they should get this podcast and this show because it can make a difference. Well, you have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. It's forced upon you. You can't refuse it. You didn't seek it. You didn't choose it, but it's up to you to use it. You must suffer if you lose it, give account if you abuse it, just a tiny little minute, but your eternities are wrapped up in it. And this minute, this moment is important. And I've got a great show for you today. And you know I start every show giving God glory. And the fact that I give God glory for everything, I'm grateful for everything, even the challenges, because they grow us. We uh, we must understand that there are going to be some times you're going to have some, some setbacks. But as you know, my book is true. A setback is a setup for a comeback. And there are going to be times when you fail. But my dictionary says very clearly that Failure comes before success in a dictionary, and it often comes before success in life. So you can't let the failure stop you. Failure is not final unless you allow it to be. So you can keep going. Well, today I want to talk about a a, a couple who has been so impactful in so many people's lives, particularly women. My guests are a couple. I've known them for a long time. We have been friends for uh, over 20 years, and I've stayed at their home, and they are just incredible. First is uh, the fact that they are a team. It is Sandra and Kim Yancey. K-Y-M is Kim. It's uh, uh, a husband and wife team. Uh, Kim is, is a, let me tell you about, he's the co-founder and president. He's the chief marketing officer of the company, and the company's called E-Women Network. And is one of the most successful membership business networking communities in North America with over 500,000 women connected to 118 chapters across the U.S. and Canada. And Sandra is an award-winning entrepreneur, life and business transformational coach and author. She is a best-selling author, a movie producer, a philanthropist. They have built this company from Ground Zero bootstrapping. For those who don't know what that means, that you pulled yourself up by your bootstraps. You didn't have a lot of, of uh, dollars to start with. You didn't have a, a uh, trust fund to, to pull from. You had to do it by your wits and by your grit and by your dis- decision to not give up. So uh, I, I'm going to go on. Uh, by the way, Kim is a former member of the of the gold record pop group Uh, R&B group... Uh, on Capitol Records' uh, son. In fact, I called him one day. I said, I'm looking at uh, something on, on Soul Trade, uh, a rerun of Soul Trade. There you go on the drums. <laughs> so, uh, and Sandra is in in a connection with all the other things. She has written and been featured in Chicken Soup for the Entrepreneur's Soul, as well as uh, books, Relationship Networking, and has created a, a movie documentary called The Glow. I mean, they, they, I don't know where they get time to do all the stuff they do they are are on planes every day they got this beautiful office d and i came by when we were on the get motivated tour in dallas We i was doing an event in dallas and we came by to visit them beautiful facility staff that's just popping and excited so kim and sandra yancey i've given them the thumbnail sketch uh tell a little bit about where y'all come from and 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 where did you how did y'all find each other
1: but, hey, well, you left out the part that we've been married uh, seven times. Seven times. And, <laughs>
0: How did that? Okay, there's times. a story to that. Go ahead. I'm waiting for the rest.
1: So, 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 so the fact is, is that we've been seven different people in the evolution of forty years of being together. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And you, and you know, you, you know, you know, we have to remind people. You know, we, today. Um, who we are and what we're about is completely different from her being, you know, eighteen, and I was twenty-three when we first connected. So really, I mean, Ellie, y'all met at eighteen 17. and twenty-three?
2: Seventeen. He just doesn't want to admit it. He's <laughs> it. He's okay, he's he trying to keep himself years. from
0: right, 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 right. <laughs> 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 so this, he was a musician then, I assume. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
0: And you were this beautiful
3: <laughs> he, young he girl, he, he, and he we, saw this we pretty were girl.
1: Hey Willie, we we I'm were on tour with the OJs. the OJ's. The OJ's had come out with "She Used to Be My Girl," and Son was the act that went with the OJ's all over the country that that year. So that was the year that I met her. Wow! When, uh, when that thing, and we had a at that time, we had a hit song called "Son Is Here" and another record
2: called "I Had a Choice." Yes. So they anyway, I so- was in high school. I was in high school. Wow. I told my mother I met this man. She's like, "Where's he going to school? What's he going to study? What's he want to be?" I said, "Oh, he's a drummer." She
0: was like, <laughs> "No." <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Not a musician. <laughs> but somehow, Kim was like me and convinced you, like I had to convince my bride, Dee, that uh, uh, I was worthy. I was a musician when she met me as well. So uh, I had to convince her that I, I I could support her. So y'all worked it out. So yep. then where'd y'all go? How'd you go from there? Okay, so you've, you've had seven transitions, but uh, 40 years together. Uh, you've been married for going on over 35 years. And yeah. uh, uh, two grown children. What? What? Where, where did y'all come from, Kim? I know you're from Ohio. And uh, uh, me
2: too. Me too.
0: Are you from Ohio oh, as well?
2: Oh yeah. I mean, I was in high school when I met Kim. I hadn't even graduated from high school. I met him in, in January. I was graduating that June. Um, so I was born and raised there, and uh, and that's that's how we met. Wow. That's how it all started. Wow. Yeah. So
0: so uh, you y'all. Matriculated through life, and uh, Kim made right. the transition from music to marketing, and yes. and uh, tell me wh- how how y'all got to be able to become entrepreneurs.
1: So, so first of all, so it's kind of classic because she was the corporate corporate woman, I was the entrepreneur. She's the one who had the benefits. Got and it. I
3: was
1: the one that had an inconsistent checks. Okay.
3: Sound
0: like i uh, Sound like my life. Okay, D had to had the health insurance, and I I was hustling. I was singing and playing uh, music every which way I could. Any I was singing at nightclubs and singing jingles and singing pit singing and uh, doing every kind of uh, bar mitzvahs. Everything. I know what you mean.
1: So, so what people and you know, and most people know this now, but musicians are just like a business and things go up and down, Willie, as you know. Yep. So we we had great highs. We also had some some lows that weren't a lot of fun, you know. But I decided to go out on my own and started doing um, because I wanted more consistency in my life. So I decided it was you know that my while my time with the band is unforgettable and I'm so appreciative for every aspect of that. I had a different journey. And so right. I ended up, I ended up um, developing jingles and using a lot of my musician friends from Midnight Star and the, the Ohio Players. I mean, I, you know, all these guys, they were all in the Dayton, Cincinnati area, and they would come into this jingle studio that I had created to do jingles. And wow. from that And from that, it turned into a full-service advertising agency with 40 employees and multiple awards, over 200 awards, you know, over 15 years. For advertising. Wow. But I'm gonna tell, you, I'm gonna tell you, but let me tell you what really stands out to me was in the, is is as we were making this transition, and it really kind of dates us a little bit. But our rent was 278 dollars a month in this apartment complex. Wow. It wasn't the most beautiful. It wasn't the most beautiful, but 278 dollars. And I remember we didn't have it, and I and I stepped out, and this is and this is really the telling story of kind of like our relationship and how we work together in business. And I remember going out and I had written a jingle for another company that had turned me down. But I took that turned down jingle, the one that wasn't accepted, and played it for a waterbed company and just said, hey, listen, I do this. this here's an example of my work. I didn't tell him that the person had turned me down. I just said, here's an example of my work. Right. And I played, played the jingle for him. The guy says, you, so that's really great. You create something like that for me? I said, yeah. He says, well, let's do it. And as I'm walking out. I was so excited, but I realized, wait a minute, I need to get a deposit or something. And I went back to the guy. and said, "Excuse me," I said, "I'm not to get. I have to get a deposit." He goes, "Oh, well, that's, that's fair. How much?" And I thought, "Well, my rent's 278." I said, "278 dollars." <laughs> <laughs> sorry, he said,
3: 278.
1: I said, "Yeah." This a weird number. Okay, 278. I took. He gave me that check. I went to a phone booth because there were no cell phones. Right. I went to a phone booth, called Sandra. I said, "Baby, I've got the ring." <laughs> <laughs> you know and the. Li- said, and this, this was a telling thing because I never forgot it. She says, "Oh my God, I knew I married a winner." Wow, that's a great. And st- and, and, and you know what, Willie? That's really been. No matter what we have gone through, I will say this in terms of my bride, is when times are tough, she was the first one to say, Wonder breads don't sell and let's go get some bologna.
0: Amen. So y'all
1: did fried. it together. <laughs> and fry
0: that bologna and y'all make a, make a meal out of it. So there's a lesson in there. There's a lesson in there. and Here's the lesson. And I want our, our listeners to hear this. The lesson is twofold. one. Is that when you are faced with challenging times, you must keep going and be resourceful you've got to look for the opportunity they're always there. you just got to keep looking and don't give up looking and Second is that when you are a team, a husband and wife team, y'all are pulling for each other you're you you're believing in each other and you're encouraging each other and that's one of the keys that shared i I pulled right from that story so so then y'all go ahead and you continue to live life you You have a family you got a beautiful daughter, and you got a son and and You've gone on now to build E-Women Network, which is huge. I mean, huge. I've been in people's homes. I was in a friend's home in, in Atlanta. Uh, D and I were there and visited them, and they're part of the chapter in Atlanta, and they were so excited about what they were learning about entrepreneurism, about building businesses. You have a mission to help a million what is it? A million women to become millionaires? Is that it?
2: One million women each achieving one million dollars in annual revenue.
0: Wow. Yeah.
3: Wow, what's
2: actually quite a big mission because only two percent of all women entrepreneurs today ever break a million dollars in revenue. And what I know is that, um, I think that we just we take a very methodical approach. And the truth of the matter is it's a mindset shift. You know, the things that you do to get a hundred to get to a hundred grand are different things that you do when you set your sights on a million. Right. So, you know, when you set your sights on really big, lofty goals, even if you fall short, I always say to people, Give me five years. Give me five years to get you to a million. I did it in three. I can if you just give me five years, a hundred thousand the first year, quarter of a million the second, half a million the third. You know, three quarters, uh, the fourth and, you know, a million in the fifth year. Then even if we fall short, we're all human. Nothing's perfect, you know, and, um, it's a phantom word, but let's, let us take imperfect action. Let's just take action. And even if it's not perfect, right? Then say we fall short and say in five years, I only get you to 800,000. I mean that's a
0: good short (laughs) a shortfall. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly with my special guests, Kim and Sandra Yancey, and we're gonna talk about how to help you hit those goals as well. We'll be right back and for sure your best to (laughs) show. For you, I really care, and I'm to share, and I'm to sacrifice. Oh, 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 oh. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and if you're enjoying this information you're hearing on this podcast, I want to invite you to get even more great information on my new free gift page on my website. Go to wjspeaks.com and hit the all access badge. On that page you will find information and resources specifically designed to help you to have greater success. Free ebooks, music, all sorts of Eight letter word that has such a big impact on your success or your failure. Attitude. Not just about a disposition, but also about how you see the world, how you see life. Do you see it from a negative perspective or do you see it from a positive perspective? It's your choice. It's about your attitude. See, my friend Keith Harrell wrote a book called Attitude is everything and he wasn't lying attitude truly is everything it's about how you view things how you perceive things and how you go after things can you control the time no can you control the weather no can you control what other people say or do no 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 you can only control you and your attitude and your attitude to life determines your altitude in life it's about your attitude and we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and this is the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And that music that you hear in the outro and intro is from my motivational music and money and music and motivation CD set. And uh, you can get more information on that at WillieJolly.com slash gift. WillieJolly.com slash gift. You can hear some of the music. Get one of them downloaded, as well as uh, some eBooks. some uh, gifts, some goodies, but so we want to inspire people every which way we can, and so we're grateful for you. And th- so many of you have asked about that music. It's from Dr. Willie Jolly from my music days, and I still am putting it out. Now, my guests are a, a just a dynamic, incredible couple. They have a tremendous story. Not only have they built the biggest, and in my estimation, the, one of the greatest women's membership organizations in in the world, but they also are a couple who've been married for over 35 years, been together for 40 years. He was a musician. She was a schoolgirl. <laughs> I love that. And and But uh, he convinced her that he could support her. She became a corporate person. He became an entrepreneur and a marketing and advertising executive. They have built this e-women's network with over... Uh, 118 chapters across the U.S. and Canada. 500,000 women are connected. And uh, Kim also is the founder of Live Happy, uh, a magazine and an organization that does all sorts of programs that help people to have a better mindset about happiness and being grateful. So they got so much stuff going on. They've done movies. They've got uh, philanthropic projects. So let's talk about how y'all started this whole E Women's Network and the challenges. Because I love in the uh, story that I, I shared uh, earlier with y'all offline, one of the things that got my attention was oh, by the way, they've been, CNN has called them uh, American Hero for giving out over 115 cash gr- uh, grants to deserving nonprofits and scholarships to 167 emerging female leaders. So they, they're givers. But here's what I really loved about the fact that they had no technology. They had no uh, business experience, as Sandra did when she started this, and Kim helped her. But they had to bootstrap, and it was it was tough. They were teetering on bankruptcy. They had maxed out their credit cards, and after two years, they they didn't know what to do. But they continued to to persu- per- persevere. They would continue to persist, and after many countless sleepless nights, they. Found their way through. Let's talk about that. How did y'all do it?
2: Well, you know, I think a real turning point for me, I'm sure Kim has his own turning point, too. But I remember just really, you know, I was very successful in corporate America. I used that as an opportunity to spin off and start my own consulting practice. I had a really sexy portfolio of clients like, you know, um, at and and NCR and Levi Strauss, and John Deere, Dow Jones. I mean, I, I had a really great portfolio of clients. And um, I, uh, when we decided to start the Women Network, it was just so hard. I just could not figure out, you know, how, um, you know, how to really get this thing off the ground. And, you know, I learned a lot about timing. Remember, in 2000, we were still on dial-up. Remember, you just have yep. to, you know, scream at the house, everybody stay off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I am getting ready to get. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, so, you know, our original idea, in many ways, was kind of a, a profile system, not unlike Facebook, but for women business owners. But, you know, everybody was still on plain text. There was no photos, certainly no videos. It was just kind of an idea before its time. So the, the business, while it was a great idea, the timing was wrong. And what we realized is that we needed not to give up on the dream. We needed to reconfigure the way in which we were going to implement the dream. Mm. And and in that period of time, you know, sometimes you just put, you know, good money after bad. You keep holding on to a way that's not working Right. when sometimes we have to take pause and step back and say, if my business had a voice and was talking to me, what is it really telling me right now? Right. It's not that my dream is off path. It's that how we're going about doing it is wrong. So, what's in my blind spot that I can't see that we might be able to make a shift? And we were really struggling. Got the you know the water was turned off at the house and it ruined our kitchen floor because the ice melted in the, you know, in the ice maker and went on the floor. We had wood floors, and it ruined it. And we couldn't fix it, couldn't afford to fix it, couldn't afford to get the water turned on, let alone fix it. You know, putting a mat on top of the, you know, the, the warped wood. And I was talking to my mom one day. She called me, and I just said, Mom, I'm really struggling, and I, I I think maybe what I need to do is do even network on the side and go back and, you know, get a job. And my mom was like, Well, you don't work jobs. You work careers. It's about a 20-hour difference a week. Right. You know, when are you going to do eWomen Network? I mean, how many hours are you doing it now? I'm like, I'm doing it 12 to 14 hours now. She's like, so how are you going to do a job and do eWomen Network? And I just said, I don't know. And she said, I got one question for you, Sandra. And I said, what's that? She said, how do you know you're not quitting five minutes before the miracle begins?
3: Wow. Wow. And I
2: was like, I mean, it was like a moment for me. And I was like, I don't know. She goes, well, then you can't quit. She says, I'm not saying don't quit, but if you quit, you must know, you must know that this is what you need to do because otherwise you'll spend the rest of your life looking. And I was like, so what do I do? And she was like, I don't know, honey, but I know one thing. I gave birth to a daughter smart enough to figure it out.
3: Amen. a
2: moment of belief that I needed somebody to pour into me in order to give me that fuel when I was on empty, to get going, to say I need help.
1: Right, right. So, so Willie, we we it cost in the very beginning we, we, we put a price of two hundred and ninety dollars would be the initiation fee in the eWomen Network, and sixteen dollars and ninety five cents would be the membership fee. And it was kind of arbitrary. Right. I mean, we uh, well the two ninety was a one time initiation fee, and the sixteen ninety five per month, and. Here's the thing that I will tell you. this is in 2000 this is when all the internet was crashing right and this is the feeling that we had and I mean it even today my thought was if people don't want to invest in this it's, you know because we sold the vision I mean you have to realize that, you know people ask me man who was the first person who became a member and what did you say to them and because I remember the first woman who joined and she says, this sounds great I love the I love the mission I love the whole giving first share always because our whole philosophy was that networking is about giving is about giving but through the giving and authentic giving, that um, great things are going to come back to you. Right. You got to do it from an authentic place, and and no one was talking like that in two thousand. And I remember her saying, "Well, who are we networking with?" And Sanders says, "Well, we're working on that, but you're first. <laughs> 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 you <know>? <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, we, you know, we were meet, she was meeting women in barber not barbers and beauty shops, and women yeah. were sitting in chairs with dryers over their heads. I was schlepping you know, a portable, you know, flip chart you know, and, yeah. And so and we were selling the vision. But here's the thing is that um, we felt like, listen, we, we don't have the luxury. We didn't have venture capital. We didn't have the luxury of trying to figure out, you know, um, how are we going to pay for this. So we had to put a price on it. Yeah. And our feeling was if no one – this is a lesson in life, really. If no one wants to buy it, guess who bought it? We did.
3: My, my, my. We bought my.
1: something that nobody else wanted. Yes. So, either create something that someone else wants and they've got a need and sell the vision or you've got to get out of your own way because you, you know and, and to this day you know even the network is you know ca- you know cash positive no no debt you know we have just paid our way all the
2: way through you know wow and and and, and that's made it clarified though yeah. mean, it, you know cash positive yes but Yes, too. I mean, we had to go out and get a line of credit that we had to personally guarantee because we needed capital in order to grow the business. So we had to put ourselves on the line to grow. All in. You know, which I think is, but knowing how to set up a business model where you not only qualify and become bank ready. You know, so that banks want to do business with you and the big lesson is that you wanna get you wanna get money, don't wait until you need it. No bank wants to loan you money when you need it. They only want to loan you money when you don't need it. Yeah. It's counterintuitive, but that's the way it works. Right. Um, but then how is it that you're running your business to make sure that all of this is getting paid, you know, fairly seamlessly? And so that's
0: all. You know, uh, every day. It is, it's a hustle every day, and that's the thing. Even now that y'all have had success and you've 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 become successful and you're debt free, but still it's a hustle. Now, hey, a couple of things I want to say yeah. that yeah, that uh, uh, I want people to understand. Neither one of you went to Harvard Business School, okay? No. Uh, now, yeah. uh, Sandra went to AU, which I went to American University as well. I saw that, and uh, you did. yeah, you did. I did. And so, yeah. uh, but you got your your degree in organizational development. But uh, neither one of you went to business school. You you had to figure this out. And that's what I wanted to say to people. Many of you are small entrepreneurs, small uh, entrepreneurs, uh, small business owners. You might be uh, solopreneurs. You might be in this with just a vision of what you want to do. And you've got to... Believe in it As they said They believed in it They sold themselves first But also You have to Understand that You don't have to Have a business degree Or you don't have to Know all the answers What you do have to have Is a desire That I am going To make this happen And sometimes As I have told people uh, uh, I think back to When I was Starting uh, Writing books And a guy Encouraged me That you know You've got something Special inside of you I didn't believe it I didn't I wasn't sure if I could make it happen but he believed in me and, and I like to say it like this sometimes you got to go on somebody else's belief in you to yours kicks mm-hmm. in and that's what happened Amen. with Sandra and her mom we're going to take Ooh. a quick break uh, for station identification uh, before we do that though I want to also ask people where they can uh, real quick where can people reach you where can they uh, they can learn more about you where can they sign up real quick tell them where they can get that
2: very simple e for entrepreneur e women
0: No S on women, right? No. All right, E-Women. And that's W-O-M-E-N, womennetwork.com. And they're based in uh, in cities all over America. And you can also look at Yancey, the last name, Sandra, S-A-N-D-R-A, and Kim, K-Y-M, Yancey, Y-A-N-C-E-Y. You can get some of their books and programs and products and uh, resources Online, You just Google them. You'll find them also on Amazon. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the lessons they learn and the lessons they share in their programs to help entrepreneurs become better. This is Dr. Willie Jolly and the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly. And for years, I've told people that in order to have a greater life, it starts by having greater individual days. If you have a great day and you repeat that great day seven times, you've had a great week. And you repeat that week four times, you've had a greater month. And then repeat that month 12 times, you've had a greater year and you're on your way to a greater life. And it starts with that individual day. I recommend you start each day with something powerful. I call it the pure, the powerful, and the positive. Rather than starting your day with bad news, how many people got killed or how many children got snatched or how many fires there were, I recommend you start your day with something to inspire and empower and encourage you to make this day a great day. We're excited to announce the start of Jolly TV on my Facebook page. Go to Willie Jolly, Willie.Jolly on Facebook. Just go to Willy.jolly on Facebook and get ready for a great day and a great life. Have a great day on purpose. And we're back with Kim Yancey and Sandra Yancey, the founders of E-Women Network. They are uh, entrepreneurs extraordinaire. They are are authors. They are uh, marketing experts. They are coaching uh, experts. They are philanthropists. They've produced movies. I mean, they're doing all sorts of stuff. But they realize that that's part of the... Entrepreneurial journey, isn't it? <laughs> you you got to do yeah. everything. You you clean up the you've cleaned up the office when there was no. You said well, you remember about the 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 water with the water turned off. I c- couldn't quite get that with the when the yeah the, the water wa-
2: was turned off at the
0: house. The water was yeah. turned off at the house, which impacted the refrigerator and everything. And so <laughs> you know, uh, I've talked to other uh, successful entrepreneurs who you know their cars were repossessed. Some were uh, lost their homes. Others have. <laughs> Have, uh, have gone bankrupt, but what was it that kept you going, your mom, obviously, but what did you do to get this thing up and going? What, that, that day where you were maxed out credit cards, you were um, mm-hmm. you, things were, you know you're at the end of the rope, and your mom encourages you. What did you do? Now, what did you do?
2: I, What I did, I was broke, so I want you to hear because it sounds like it's a contradiction, but it's not. I was broke, and what I did was I hired a coach
3: mm And so
2: the question becomes, so how did you do that if you were broke? Well, I started cleaning out closets and taking things to consignment shops. I mean, I wow. remember you know uh, we to this day, to this day, Kim and I do not own or do not have showtime and h b o and some of those premium channels. you know um, we started food prepping before that was a term, yep, you know I would go out and buy logs, if you will of ground beef I couldn't I couldn't afford even ground chuck or ground round and and you know cooking it and bagging it in you know one pound bags not the most healthy way you know to serve my kids spaghetti one night you know and and um different you know tacos the next night and and that kind of thing but we just really cut back and and you know I just feel like you know, Willie, my real belief is I've learned. I didn't understand it in the beginning, but I've certainly come to understand it now, and that is that things, in particular, hard times don't happen to you. They happen for you.
0: Mm, ooh, say that one more time. That was
2: good. You know, things don't happen to you. They happen for you. It's the universe saying that you have a lesson in life to learn, and and you must learn these things right now because later on, opportunities are going to come up where you must rely on the lesson you just learned. The stakes are going to be higher, and you have to know whether it be a betrayal, somebody betrays you, right, or whether it be just really falling on hard times and, and you know, finding your true grit. I mean, these are things that as you grow, you'll still be faced with, and you will ha- now have the wisdom. You know, every master was once a disaster. The only mm. thing that differentiates an amateur from a pro Is experience and wisdom. So failures, you were talking about it earlier in the first segment. Failure, we've been trained to think that failure is the opposite of success. And that's not true.
0: That's not true, right.
2: Failure and success are on the same road. Mm. It's just that success is farther down. And the failures that you are having is just simply the universe saying there is a lesson that you must learn here, and sometimes that lesson is as powerful yet simple as learning to be humble. So that when you are in the catbird seat, when things are going well for you, that you don't lose sight of the journey and the struggle that someone else is having. Wow, I
0: mean,
3: because
2: who much is given, much is required. Much is required to reach. That's right. Right. And that's
0: part of the blessing that, you know, and, and you know what? You spoke to me, my wife and I, we have still to this day basic cable. We have we have basic cable. Um, we yeah. have uh, we still you we still are uh, mindful of what we had to do to, to, to raise the kids uh, with with meager income, meager resources. Yeah. We you know, we invested in the education. We we uh, we. And one of the things one more thing uh, you talk about. The coaching and mentors. And, the, and folks, y'all know, if you've heard me over the years, if you're a constant listener to this show, you've heard John Maxwell say it. You've heard uh, Les Brown talk about the importance of mentors and people who can help you to uh, know what's coming down the road. And we cannot say, there are two ways to any goal, mentors and mistakes. Both will get you there. One just gets you there with less headaches, heartaches, and knots upside your head. And so Mm -hmm. even in our marriage book, and for those who don't have the marriage book, you need to go to jollymarriage.com, jollymarriage.com, and get a free Mm -hmm. chapter from Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last, and how Dee and I have been married for... 34 years. Haven't had an argument in over 30 years, but those first couple of years were like World War Three. but we learned from, from mentors. <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> and, Kim and I have a different formula. You want to hear ours? What's yours? Well, we decided in the very beginning that he was going to make all major decisions, and I was going to make all minor decisions. And we've been together forty years, and
0: there's never been a major decision. <laughs> you know what? I love that, and I love that. And he's a smart enough man like me to know I married a, a, a real smart woman. And here's what oh, I. Brilliant. I told my wife. I said, "Look, I said, look. I know you. I know you know what to do. Just let me think I'm in charge. Okay, just let me think I'm running this. <laughs> I'm good with that." She said, "I can do that." Okay. So y'all have figured it out. <laughs> so okay. So 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 uh, uh, y'all start e women network. The one lady signs up, and then y'all go to marketing. Y'all go to talking because what's the key to the marketing of business? You got to talk to people. You gotta you gotta be uh, uh, what is the whole
1: thing? you know people have different formulas. You know here's the thing is relationships. We're in the relationship business, and we knew that we face to face was going to be our ticket. And 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 we knew that no matter what's going on, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that. There is still an insatiable hunger for relationships. Still. And it's and it's not going to go you know, go away. I mean probably one of the problems, one of the things we see now with kids is their inability to connect because they've got their heads buried into their smartphones. You right. know? And and I'm telling you, you want to go to a lonely place? Go to the airport where you've left your phone or you don't have your phone. No one will look at you. Everybody's (laughs) head is down. You
2: feel like you're in another place. (laughs) (laughs) So, So That happened to Kim. What he's not telling you is he didn't leave his phone. Um, at home, you left it on the top of the car oh. service that dropped him off. <laughs> <laughs> he realized that the car took off. He didn't have his phone, and he couldn't call me and tell me. Wow, what that's What i a tell t- you is that even Google is a major corporate sponsor of ours, and wow. they're accompanying me on my speaking tour this year. And I say that to say that here we are, the number one search engine in the world. And even they know that the key is disruption, and the greatest disruption is eye-to-eye, face-to-face, need to heart-to-heart connections, right? Mm. They're even trying to get in front of real attention, not, not just eyeballs, but attention. Because when you're online, there's a million pop-ups. You know, something that you look, is now chas- look to buy is now chasing you if you didn't buy it. You know, there's links. There's so many reasons to get distracted. And nothing is, is more intentional than when you have connected with someone, you know, really at a deep level. Yep. So it is about relationships. And we've just made making relationships our business, you know. All business is about relationships, and we've made it. We've made making them our business. And, and we also it. showed up.
1: Yes. I'm going to tell you the other thing, Willie, is that people have got to get out of their houses. They've got to get out of their backyard, their neighborhoods, their communities. I mean, get involved with your community and go to your community events. But, you know, it's going across country to someone, someone else's conference. You know, I, there's so many ideas, and you don't need tons of ideas. You just need one or two that makes a difference where you can pick up something. So Sandra and I invested a lot of time in attending events, going to things, meeting people. We met our, our sponsors at other events, uh, and that is critical. You know, I tell people all the time, how many times you've sat in a movie, and you're watching this movie, and for no defined reason, it, it, it strikes an emotional chord with you. Yes. And, 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 and at that point in the movie, you shouldn't have had an emotional chord, but it, it conjured up something in you. Yes. And that's what happens when you get out and you go to events, and all of a sudden you see things differently. You get a different idea because you're out of your environment and into a different environment. It really stimulates new thinking and new ideas that you can apply to what you're doing. So getting out and meeting people is critical. And I think the
2: other thing that I would say to that is we, I think as a society, we get so attached to outcomes. Well, if I'm going to go, then I want this. And what I want you to know is the real breakthroughs come in what you don't know you need to know. Mm. It's what I call the unknown zone, right? Not just I, don't, I know I don't know this, so I'm going to go find it. That's one level. But the bigger, the greater breakthrough is on what you don't even know you need to know. So if we could be less attached to outcomes, right, and more attached to possibility, mm. right, then that's a major mind shift. Wow. That's a major breakthrough when you just say, I'm going to go in possibility of what I might discover about myself, about my business, and about others. And you'll find yourself addicted to being so pleasantly surprised, then disappointed that you were looking for something, and you didn't find it. And maybe that wasn't the thing you should have been looking for anyway.
0: Wow. You know, I, I love that. That is yep. what you can discover about life, about yourself, about the possibilities can be so profound. If you're open and you're your open. eyes are open to, I'm open to this. I'm open to learning. I'm open to expo- exploring. I'm open to finding out something new about my life and about the possibilities for my future. And I am focused on growing me in the process. Yeah, I think Jim Rohn said, uh, "Don't just work a job; work on you. And if you work on you, you'll be able to do your job better." And so, yes. uh that's exactly what makes it okay. So y'all have built this, and along the way, you've inspired millions of women to uh, to, to to dream bigger, to think bigger. Yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. well, you know, you know, you know.
1: Well, if really you're going to dream, right?
2: why not dream big? Right?
1: Yes, that's right. <laughs> Well, you know, we kind of operate off of this this philosophy, and we learned this from Ken Craig and the guy who um, created We Are the World and Hands Across America. And um, he said something. He he he, uh, he was the manager for Lionel Richie and for Kenny Rogers. He's phenomenal, but he's got a mantra that we've adopted, and it's the and here's the mantra: the impossible is far easier to do than the ordinary. Mm. And be, because people people will rally behind. The impossible, and let me give you a, a specific example.
2: Well, and Tim you know, too. You, you know, ordinary is a crowded space. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know, the impossible. I mean, the world's our oyster. It's less crowded. It's actually more achievable. And he's right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, like like Willie today. You know, if you you know, I'm so so proud of Sandra and the evolution that she, the woman who she is today, because today. You know, we do our international conference, which is the largest women's four-day business conference in the country. And women entrepreneurs from all over the country come to Dallas, and they can find all about it at eWomenNetwork.com. But the thing is, Sandra is deep teaching. We've, like, changed the whole conference model and doing deep teaching. And then here's, here's what I mean by the impossible. Um, we... We've been doing retreats over the last couple of years. Hold that thought one second.
0: I want to come back to that because I I want to jump into this. We're going to take a quick break for station identification for sure. Your best is yet to come. This is Dr. Willard Jolly. But Lord, since I met you, you, all has changed in the blink of an eye. and Sandra Yancey. Kim, you were telling people, one, that they got upcoming events, and they can get that at uh, eWomenNetwork.com, correct? That's right. And it's, so you're getting it's, ready to tell about the impossible. I, I, I want to hear this. Go, 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 Tim. Go, go, Kim.
1: Go, Kim. <laughs> go, Kim.
0: But
1: this is a classic example. So Sandra started doing retreats, you know, 10 years ago, and we'd go to Mexico or we'd go someplace in the United States. And this year... Uh, she and, and we would fill the retreats, but we had to put a lot of muscle into it, all right. Right? a lot of time and energy. You know how it is, Willie, doing events. Yep. Uh, sometimes you feel like you're pulling teeth to get people to come on board, right? Right. So Sandra has this idea of women to teach women how to do retreats. So basically she came up with this concept of, you know, I'm going to teach you, uh, I'm going to do a retreat on retreats. Wow. That's what the retreat's going to be about. All right. But here is the big idea. She decided... She wants to go to, go to some place that's a bucket list place. She says, I'm going to take women to Thailand. And I remember Thailand? when she said that. Thailand. Wow. Yeah. And I remember when she said this, you know, I was like, oh, my God, you know how far that is and the, the airline and all the coordination. And, well, the bottom line is she put together, and in this case, we have a great relationship with American Express. They're one of our sponsors. And we worked with their concierge department. We put together this five-star Thailand trip. Now, 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 understand, I consider this to be one of those, like, impossible things where someone says, well, one day I'd like to go to Thailand or I'd like to go wherever, you know what I mean, a bucket list trip. She puts this trip together and, and, and wants it to be intimate. She wants no more than, you know, uh, eight to ten people. But she puts this trip together and announces it to one of our groups, and it sells out not with eight or ten, but with 16 people with a waiting list to go on this trip with just her mentioning it just once to a small group of members.
3: Wow. within
1: E Women Network. Here's my point. It was so big that we would never would have considered it before. But we took was an impossible you know, gigantic trip. And more people ran and jumped on this then the other chips that were one less expensive, the other and chips ordinary and
0: just uh, just the, the the, uh, run of the mill. They want the extraordinary, and that's they why you. They want you're, the extraordinary. They want yes. the extraordinary, and what you proved in that is you got to think the extraordinary to, to and offer the extraordinary for people to even get a chance to take advantage of it. Uh,
1: exactly, exactly, and it's. And so it is about how you see it because, you know what, it isn't always the low price. It isn't always, you know, or you think that's the issue or people can't or can't afford. People can afford to do things that will shock and surprise you. It's all about them being in alignment with what they value. Wow.
0: That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Wow. Um, Now, I I, I always like to tell people uh, about principles. And one of the principles I like to ask my guest is, imagine you were in a business class of college students who want to be successful and prosperous. Uh, each one of you, think of three things you would say to these, these young, young people or these young entrepreneurs. Here are three things you need to be thinking about. Give us a couple things that uh, you would think it'd tell them.
2: Well, one of the things that I think is critically important, and I think it's often overlooked because it's seen as um, kind of an exercise, but you need to know your values. You need to know what you stand for. e Network has nine fundamental values, and whenever we're in a meeting... Uh, even with people outside of the organization that come into our office, we cover our values.
3: Mm. And the
2: reason why your values are so important is, uh, especially the more successful you get, the more opportunities are going to come your way. People are going to be like, "Boy, have I got a deal for you!" Right? <laughs> you know what I mean. And if you don't know what you stand for, you will fall for anything. And not all money is good money.
3: That's right. And not
2: all money is on your path. Not all money is, is, you know, will take you to the direction that you're actually headed. And so, knowing your values, I think, would be uh, one for me. Kim, yep. what's, what's another one for you? Uh,
1: it is, is you know I'm going to tell you. It's coming to terms with your, your fears. Mm. And and it, I'm you know when I think about it, I don't. I know. Let me say it a different way. I know a bunch of musicians. I'm a drummer. I know a lot of drummers that are better than me.
3: Mm-hmm. Lots. Yes. Play
1: better. Uh, my son one time said that he ran to somebody who said that his dad had told him that he was a better drummer than, 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 uh, than I was. And, and Rylan was surprised when I said, you know what, Rylan, his dad is. His mm. dad is a better drummer than me. Yeah. It wasn't about being a better drummer. It, 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 it was about getting out there, meeting people, connecting with people, building a relationship, building friendships. i, I got to tell you, I, the single biggest thing, for me is man, get out there and be proactive and put a big smile on your face because people are attracted to energy, Willie. They they walk in a room and you're smiling and you're happy. But, Willie, and I, and I'm, and I'm, and I mean it, you absolutely inspired me. And I'm going to tell you what I took from you. Yes. Watching you on stage... Your smile just, I mean, just was captivating to me. Wow. And I, I and, and I oh adopted God. it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I flat out took your smile. Put it on my face. <laughs> Bless
0: your heart.
1: Bless your heart.
0: Thank you, Kim. And, and, and you know, what I just wrote here was uh, need to know your vows. You, they stay connected to them because over the years, people are going to offer you all sorts of things. And and I think back to when I was a, a teen and somebody offered me the opportunity to, to be a, a drug you know uh, uh, dealer. He was making money. I said, that's not my my, my dream. That's not my goal. And mm-hmm. and years later, uh, he's in jail and I'm, I'm I'm still living my dream cuz I stay close to my values. So folks, stay right. close to your values. Second, come to terms with your fears and decide to overcome them by acting on them, taking some action. Fears don't like action. And that's what y'all have done. Uh uh if you were going to uh, tell them anything else, any other uh points that you know, you got y'all got to stay focused on these. I would I- say
2: there're two two things that come to mind for me and one is you can be in business for yourself, but you can't make it by yourself. So knowing that you have to
0: That's good. Say that one more time, Sandra.
2: But you can be in business for yourself, but you can't make it by yourself. Mm. You have to develop a core of really big thinkers because you can't build a million-dollar dream on a minimum-wage mindset. So be mm. careful who you're hanging out with. And then finally I would say better to take imperfect action than perfect inaction.
3: Right. Right? Mm. So,
2: so it, you know, it's not going to be perfect. Get going. You will figure it out along the way. You're going to make mistakes, fix them, and get on to the business of your business.
0: Wow. Wow. I love those. Oh, I love it. Kim, any, any uh, other things that you would think that, that young entrepreneurs need to be mindful of?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of them is also not to beat up on yourself. Mm. Not, you know what, listen, we're all going to have days where we're dead. I have days. I, I'll walk into Sandra's office down the hall, and um, she's got the corner office, of course. And <laughs> 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 <Okay, so laughs> I, walk, I walk into Sandra's office, and I, no kidding, Willie, and I remember I said to her, I'll walk in, and says, you know what, I'm not having the greatest day today. Yes. And she'll like, say, really? I said, eh, you know what, I'm just not in the best of spirits today. What do you think? I said, I, I, I don't know. And, and and I just, just I get in my car, I turn off my music, I drive a different way home, or whatever it gets me to be, because... For whatever, for whatever reason, that day wasn't a sparky day for me. Right. Now, I know a lot about happiness. So when I, when I go there, let me tell you, when I go into that space, I start to think about the things that I'm grateful for. Yes. And that starts to change my mood. Changes your I whole perspective. For? What am I thankful for? Yep. So gotta, I mean, the, the minute you start to go down, start thinking about what you're grateful for and what you've got, man. Because I'm telling you,
2: the <laughs> only <laughs> great thing about the news today is that, you know, when you're in a down mood, turn on the news. That's going to make you want to pick up your problems so fast <laughs> and, be gr- <laughs> and be grateful because it is so negative. I mean, I yep. don't watch all that stuff, you know. Yep. Uh, but every now and then, if you're down, you turn on and you see what everybody else's problems are and what is going on. And that makes you, to me, it makes it even more grateful that I'm so much more in control of, you know, my destiny. Absolutely. You know, me and God, me and my family, you know, and doing the right thing staying on path not yep. getting derailed right and uh, and tomorrow's a new day wow Tomorrow is a new day wow I will say one thing yes. I will say one thing working in a women's organization
1: for 19 years and this is a message to women specifically if there's one thing that I've seen and I want to really encourage women to do is to talk to the men in their life and make sure they understand what you need and what you feel because it, it, there's a lot of disappointment a lot of women are walking around disappointment because they think they're communicating to the other person that's important to their life, whether it's male or female, whatever, the case, whatever your partner is, right, who think they're communicating, but they're not. They're not – it's in their mind they think they think that the other person should know. And I'm saying, especially with men, you've, you've, you've got to sit, sit, sit them down. You've got to talk to them about what's really on your mind, what matters to you, what makes a difference to you. In a respectful way. I mean, yes. in a respectful
2: the problem way. sometimes with A type personalities, myself included, is that, um, you know, we got to remember to when we walk into the house, take that CEO hat, you know, I always visualize myself literally taking the hat off my head and putting it in my glove box and walking in and being a wife. Yes. You know, I mean, if a relationship is important to you, then you have to work at that, too. It doesn't happen by accident. You
0: know, that is awesome. That's exactly what we tell people. And we tell them, and, and again, we tell them in the book. One thing I want to tell people, uh, you said something I want to uh, jump on. One of the things I'm doing when I'm having those days, Kim, is I go to my music. Uh, go to willyjolly.com gift. Listen to Gotta Keep Kicking. It's a song, folks. You're listening mm-hmm. to us. And I, it lifts my spirits. And, of course, music mm-hmm. will lift your spirits. Well, we've got about 30 seconds left. Tell people where they can reach y'all.
1: Go ahead, Kim. Just, just, the best place is eWomenNetwork.com. But, but listen, if you want to get directly to me, just put a Kim at, so K-Y-M, at eWomenNetwork.com. <clears throat> And you might want to use that for Sandra, too, because she travels so much. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or you
2: can go to com. That's probably the best way yeah. to reach me. Yeah. So Sandragancy.com. Dot com. Yeah.
0: yeah. All
3: right.
1: So, so folks. That's incredible.
0: These are two yeah. of the greatest people, not just entrepreneurs, just great people, good friends. So
1: are who, you. Oh, just just we
0: love. Dee and I love honor. them. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm honored to have y'all thank y'all for your time and those who are listening go to willyjolly.com slash gift, willyjolly.com slash gift, get some of the free goodies go to jollymarriage.com and should join us on our Facebook live every Monday night at 9 o'clock where we do Happily Married Monday with the Jollies and then go wow. to attitudeofexcellence.com get a chapter from my new book on Attitude of Excellence wow. and so we got a lot going on in my podcast, mm-hmm. iTunes mm-hmm. iHeartMedia, Stitcher TuneIn, C-Suite Radio Get the, the podcast where you can hear all the interviews. Have a great day on purpose. And remember, for sure, your best is yet to come. God bless you. Oh. I are tired of crying